One final Paris-related story, this one is about coming home from Paris, so it involves minimal time in Paris. Your Daily Lex. You know, you use the internet and you do the thing where you get all the uh, uh, boarding passes and stuff, and it's like, hey, here's 40, uh, nope, let's try that again. Here's 80% of your boarding passes, four of the five boarding passes that you need. And I'm like, what about the fifth? And the fifth, it's like, you're going to have to talk to people in person. Uh, so much like when uh, we had first landed at Charles de Gaulle, I was saying to the family, hey, I don't know the rules here. Uh, I don't know how it works. So, you know, you can continue to follow me, but I'm going to have less confidence than when we fly out of, say, Newark. And we walk into this huge uh, terminal and I can't see United anywhere. So I go to the first person who I can see works at the airport and in the worst American accented French, I'm like, Ooh, a United, <laughs> which was poor French at best. Uh, they point us in the right direction and we wait in the line. And the person says, I understand now why Sierra's boarding pass isn't available. Uh, she's been selected for a special screening and, uh, one of you can go with her when that happens. And, we deal with all of that. Our flight is delayed numerous times. There's another flight from Newark that's already supposed to have left, but that hasn't left. It's been delayed for many hours. It's having problems with weather stripping. Uh, uh, eventually, as we're finally getting ready to board, they pull Sierra out and they say that one parent can go with her. And I do. And the two people who are going to be doing Sierra's special secondary screening uh, don't have a lot of English at all. So it's especially good that I'm the one who's gone with Sierra. And we went, I went with Sierra for that exact reason versus having Lauren go. And I think they gave her a less aggressive pat down than they would have given her had she been an adult. But before they even start, they're looking at me and they're like, who are you? And I'm like, je suis le père. <laughs> I am the father with apparently a Hebrew, Israeli, French accent. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they're kind of laughing about how it's silly that they're... Um, examining her that if they were going to secondary screen anybody it should be me and haha how funny that is and then they let Sarah go we got on the plane uh it stays on the ground for a long time but eventually we go we fly i watch a lot of black mirror and some other stuff uh land in newark get through passport stuff in a hurry collect our bags a little more slowly in a room that has no air conditioning like it's 90 plus degrees and you've all just come on this long eight hour international flight and it's annoying and my cell phone rings and it's my father-in-law who's picking us up at the airport now listen it is a kindness that my father-in-law was willing to pick us up at the airport he was picking us up in my car uh and uh he loves the time leaving to pick people up at the airport for the last minute so that he can wait zero seconds his goal is he drives up you walk in he drives off again uh, so he's left a little bit late and I had actually already checked his location on the map. So I knew this, but he calls me and he is panicked. Uh, and he says the car lost power. And I'm like, you're driving an electric car. I need more context. I need to know more about what you mean. And he says, well, I was driving on the New Jersey turnpike. And then suddenly I couldn't accelerate past 35 miles an hour. So I've pulled off and I'm like, I want you to go through these screens. Uh, and I will help you restart the car. And he's like, Okay. And then my father-in-law is never going to be great at following tech instructions, particularly when he's panicked. And he was certainly panicked and he was not following the instructions and uh, he couldn't restart the car. So eventually I made him pull over even more so that he could get out of the car and close the door and lock it. Even locking the car with the key was a little bit tricky for him because I'm like, push the top center button of the key. And he says, I'm nervous because one has a logo for the trunk and one for the front trunk. And I'm like, well, one's on one end and one's on the other. I want you to press the middle. He's like, oh, that's why you said the center. And I said, yes. Anyway, he locks the car, gets it to turn off, gets back in. Uh, it turns on. It lets him drive. He picks us up. 
we get all our luggage. We're driving home. And uh, I did, by the way, tell him, don't go to the cell phone lot. Come straight to our terminal because we are ready. And he did not listen. Fine. It's all fine. Again, kindness. We're driving home. Everything's going hunky-dory until all of a sudden it's not. What my father-in-law had missed was the car flashing a message saying, you know, power reduced, get service, service required, whatever. Uh, so now I have to pull over. And the car won't let me drive at all, even at low power. And so I restart the car and it still won't let me go. And I'm contacting Tesla and roadside assistance. And eventually I leave it off for longer and it lets me go home. And we're like, let's, or it lets me start the car. And we're like, let's stay in the right lane so that we can pull over again as soon as necessary. And we'll t- we took a slightly longer route, but one that had more shoulders available. And then over and over again, the shoulders were closed, like just traffic cones and everything blocking them. But we got there in one piece. And the only thing that I could attribute this potentially to, well, two things. One, I had recently had them change the 12 volt battery in my car. And maybe that's, Sometimes if they didn't fasten everything perfectly, it can lead to an issue. And two, my father-in-law hadn't fully charged the car after he drove us to the airport and drove us home in it uh, before picking us up. Now, it still had plenty of battery life left, plenty of mileage left, but I thought maybe after not being driven for a week and not having a full charge, maybe it was just thirsty. I don't know. Fully charge it up, do a little bit of test driving and say, hey, we're good. So I'm going to drive my family to dinner. Uh, and of course the car died again, same way, actually died worse. Um, because it said like the front engine is dead. It said, uh, you can't drive anymore. And then it would also say you can still drive. So this is all on the exit ramp from, um, uh, uh, I guess a highway, uh, a traffic light having highway. Um, uh, but on the exit ramp, it dies and it keeps saying you can drive it. You can't drive it. You can't drive it. You can't drive it. So the family gets out, uh, the friends we were meeting for dinner came and picked them up while I stayed with the car. I was texting with the police like, Hey, do you want to put a flare up? Cause I'm right in the middle of this exit ramp. It's not great. Uh, I'm again, restarting the car, restarting the car. And eventually I get the car to start up again at a low speed. Like it's going to peak again at 30 miles an hour. I think at that time it was 30. And, uh, the police are now calling me because they're like, hey, you stopped texting us. I'm like, well, I'm driving it now as I texted you. Because they, so I had texted the police. Here's where I'm stopped. Uh, here's the kind of car. And they're like, what color is the Model X that is stopped on this short exit ramp? And I'm like, well, it's the blue stopped one. So if you see other stopped Teslas, don't help them, just me. And like, what's the license plate of the blue Tesla that you're stopped in? I'm like, you guys are dumb. Uh, but so eventually they call them like, yeah, as I mentioned, I have gotten the car moving. So I no longer need your help on that exit ramp. And they said, okay, but where's the car now? And I said, I have gotten it all the way to the parking lot of the restaurant where I'm eating dinner. And they said, do you still need us to come with flares? And I'm like, no, I think it's probably safe in the parking spot of the parking lot. It was very weird. Anyway, got towed. It's now a Tesla. I have a loaner. Uh, Not the best way to come home from France, but it's fine. I hate the car. I love the car or I have loved the car, but right now I hate the car. Happy weekend. Lex. Lex. 